0: we have three seemingly negative kind of readings today. Kohela told us that all earthly pursuits are vanity. Paul told us to put to death then the parts of you that are earthly. And Jesus, well, he told us that parable about the bigger barns. And for us living in, you know, mostly in like an agricultural kind of area, maybe we're even a little puzzled by that parable. Because the wealthy man did what seemed to be prudent. His fields were producing more than he could store, so he just increased his storage capacity. I know in some particularly good years, there hasn't been enough storage for the grain all around North Dakota, and so you see it piled up outside in big mounds. Uh, Anywhere they've got room, they just pile it up. So all three of these readings uh, seem today to say no. No to earthly pursuits. Of wealth, of health, uh, of pleasure, but not completely. And seeking these things is bad when they are pursued for their own sakes, as ultimate goods, as really as idols. And when we come across readings like these, which make it sound as if God hates the created world and that we should too, we've got to remember, way back at the beginning of the Bible, Story of Genesis, uh, creation story in Genesis. At the end of the six days of creation, God looked at everything he had made and he found it very good. Paul told us to think of what is above, not of what is on earth. But we do need to remember that the earth itself, all of creation, is good. It's very good. Yet, if you look at Christian history, you're gonna find all kinds of groups who misunderstand that, who think that created world is just evil, and that the spiritual world, the eternal world is, is good, that they as if the two were in conflict. Some groups even see married love as something evil because it's so earthly and physical. But Catholics, of course, celebrate married love. Some groups uh, say wealth is evil, Paul once wrote that the love of money is the root of all evils, and that some people in their desire for it have strayed from the faith and have pierced themselves with many pains. Yes, but notice, it's the love of money that is the root of all evil, not money itself. Catholics see wealth as a blessing when used rightly. It can be used to further the kingdom of God in the world, to aid the poor to build up and to strengthen families. But it can also be a dangerous temptation. It's very tempting to gather wealth together for its own sake. It can be a trap that keeps us out of heaven, stuck in the world, seeking good but inferior things. Wealth? Good. Not as good as God, though. The man in the parable was not called a fool because he was a good farmer who had a bountiful crop. He was called a fool because he sought fulfillment and security entirely in that, in his own work and in his own health. As Father Francis Fernandez put it, the rich man discloses his value system in his mental dialogue. He sees himself in a very secure position because he has great resources. He bases his stability and his happiness on his wealth. For him, as for many people, living is a matter of enjoying as much pleasure as possible. It is to do as little as need be, to eat, to drink, to have a good time, to lay up ample goods for many years. This is his ideal. In his life, there is no reference to God, much less to other people. He sees no need to share his goods with others less fortunate than himself. As we set out to work in the fields or wherever we find ourselves working, we need to keep things in a proper perspective and balance. As we manage our bank accounts too, we we need to keep things in perspective. We can, and we should, be prudent in how we manage our material goods. Saving what we need, that's okay. But we should also remember that everything we have, really, it's just on loan to us. And we don't know for how long. In the parable, the man felt secure, thought he was prepared for anything. But he died that night, and he wasn't prepared to meet Jesus and be judged for his life the Collect, which is the opening prayer for last weekend, the 17th Sunday of Ordinary Time, I think it sums this up nicely. It said, O God, protector of those who hope in you, without whom nothing has firm foundation and nothing is holy, bestow in abundance your mercy upon us and grant that with you as our ruler and guide, we may use the good things that pass Temporary material things in this world in such a way as to hold fast even now to those that ever endure the spiritual goods, eternal life. We should use the good things that pass, uh, these temporary things in the world, in such a way that we stay on the right path to heaven. So, really, it's all about balance. The Catholic understanding is that all created things are good not as good as the God who gave them to us. We say yes to the good of creation and no to the excessive attachment to it. So it's okay to build bigger barns and bins if we need them. I just hope that the farmers putting grain in those bigger barns and bins remember what's ultimately most important. God, eternal happiness realities that don't depend on the things of this world. So may our wealth and work serve all of us on the path to eternal life and not be a hindrance to it.